This is CliffCentral.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. This is Tumi Murake. And I am Mavale Moloi. And we are sipping tea. Yes. Well, to, well, I mean... Well, we're sipping caramel vodka. Yeah, but I mean, you know this by but now. But yeah, you you know. Know, our tea comes in different forms. Exactly. Um, thick, thin, cold, hot. Red, white. <laughs> alcoholic, non-alcoholic. Yeah, exactly. Virgin, so, not yeah. virgin. Water, sometimes. Mm. Yeah. It is open out there for sponsors who are interested. Yes. <laughs> Bring your drink, we will drink it and talk about it. Exactly, exactly. And what is happening for the last time, why now we are sipping serious things that go straight to the heart of the problem is that this is the last time I sip tea with my partner in crime. Mm-hmm. It's so hard just to say goodbye to yesterday. That was nice. To me, I'm sorry, ne? I'm sorry. But now you made it sound like you're the one who's leaving and it's actually, I'm the perpetrator of this crime. Yeah, but you see, either way, yeah. there is a separation and a divorce. Whether you left me, I left you, there is a divorce happening here. And you know, the children are the ones who are going to suffer the most. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Um, what happened about a month and a half ago is I was offered a journalism position with you magazine, which I accepted because, you know, I was like, okay, let's do this thing. And as a result of my new responsibilities at the magazine, I am unable to do. Oh my God. You left me for you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it's that all I about did. you. It's all about it all me. has to be about you. I have always been that selfish one. I'm sorry. So <laughs> what's happened is it's become a lot more difficult for me to manage, you know, doing both because what I come in, I come into the studio in the mornings for the six o'clock show. Then when nine o'clock hits, I get into my car and I drive and I go to the magazine and then I'm there for pretty much the rest of the day. So it's, it's become, you know, it's become impossible for me to, um, to do, to do the 11 o'clock show. To be journalism. Live. Yeah. Journal, journalisting and Gareth listing and you listing. Well, I'm still going to be Gareth listing. Oh, okay. So be- you pick Gareth over me. Well, no, I mean, it's not like that. It's just because at the magazine, a lot of the journalists arrive after nine o'clock anyway. So because the show that I do ends at nine, I, you know, I am, I can have that option and say, okay, then an hour late arrival and hour late leaving. Um, what do you mean? So you arrive an hour late, which means you arrive, you leave an hour after everybody as well. No, well, no, I don't, I don't always arrive. I'm not always the latest person to arrive. <laughs> Wow. I'm not. Um, so yesterday, for example, at nine o'clock, I, I stayed around because I had an interview in Rivonia uh, scheduled for 10 o'clock. So I mm. stayed around and did that interview. And then I only walked into the office after 12. Mm. So it's just about managing the schedule. And it's just, it has become apparent mm. that it is difficult for me to do the sipping of the tea every Tuesday. So tell me, when you meet these interesting people and these controversial people, are you going to send some of them my way so they can be on the show to make it up to me that you've shattered my heart? Yes, absolutely. Because I did not have the balas 
yeah. to step in, into any kind of radio gig. And when they said, ah, but you left Mabale, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. If Mabale is looking for a partner, I'm in. And then I'm in and now you're going. It's like, it's like the sensei is going. But now the student has become the master. Isn't, isn't that what yeah, the saying is? But, yeah. I really, I really don't want to to leave. It, I'm really unhappy about leaving. It sucks. Hairy balls, and I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fine. You found greener pastures. I will not cock block you. Well, thank you for that. Uh, thank I, you for I, that. I, I honestly wish you nothing but the best because I know we'll continue to sip things. Yes, they just won't be on air, so no one will know what's happening in our conversations because sure. these will now be off the record. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, it means I will see you in the mornings. Yeah, um, yeah, and on the days that I take over from Uncle Gareth, oh okay, away. oh okay, no, for sure, yeah, that one is the one then, because then then we'll definitely have a little mini reunion. That, yes, that'll be like our our makeup sex every once in a while. That's like fine. When I come, we can do, we show. we we discussed doing one night stands or yes. me doing one night stands. Yes, we have to. So every now and again, maybe yes. once a month. You, you're that unclear ex. Yeah, you're that unclear ex. So it's like. Yeah, but I hate you, but yo, I miss that thing. Yeah. Like, come, come, float my boat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. It's been turbulent. Yeah. Oh, Bre- breakups to makeups. I'll be that ex. Okay. We're breaking up, but I'll keep making up with you maybe once a month and then we'll have a little one night stand and then I'll leave you again and then, you know, tears. Until and- we have like three children, but we're still not married. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway. Fine. So. How are you kicking us off? What do you feel like talking about? I'll let you have first dibs. Okay, so, well, let me tell you about the adjustment that's happened, right? Because yes. um, now that I'm doing this, the, now that I'm doing the, the U Magazine gig, mm. you know, it's closer to a nine-to-five job than it is to the, the stuff that I'm used to doing, which is, you know, three hours here, yeah. two hours there, one hour there, or if you don't feel like it, no hour there. <laughs> But how does that work? I mean, I was surprised when you said you have to be there from nine to five. How are you journalisting from inside an office? Aren't you supposed to be harassing people? Yes, uh, we we do ha- we do harass people. Um, look, hiding in hedges. Look, we have you know you have a desk that's assigned to you that you sit at when you are not out doing an interview or yeah. you are not you know driving to Pretoria to I don't know like knock on someone's door and then have them scream at you and tell you to get out of their face because you are invading their space yeah. but your editor told you to go and do it so Jones. you don't have a choice so you go and do it so anyway So while chasing you there Born there are a lot of things that happen but yeah I mean when you know when you need to write then you need to be at your desk writing yeah, again, yeah, after yeah. the interview because you don't have a laptop I don't understand No you know what uh, Theoretically speaking and technically speaking, we could all work from our homes yeah. as journalists because you have a phone, you have yeah. a laptop, um, you you go around, you do your interviews, mm. you find a place to sit down mm. and compile your article, mm. you send it through to your editor, mm. they, it gets approved, mm. it gets, you know, all sorts of things get mm. done through it. Technically, you could do it from home, yeah. but it's just... I don't know. I suppose the culture of the, 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 the place where I work at Media 24, it's, yeah. you know, everybody's just kind of there all day. You every guys are day. still in Clark Kent days. I mean, I feel like we live in a digital age. Like Airbnb is selling hotels, but they don't own a single property. You've got Uber, you know, 
know, yeah. you get cars, but no, they don't own a single car. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just like, why must we be journalizing under, under what? And I've invented a word. I hope this word makes it into the dictionary. Journalisting. So yeah, journalisting. No, is it journalisting or journalizing? Cause no. now, no, you said both. Doesn't journalizing and journalism. Yeah, so make up your mind. I quite like journalizing more than journalism. Yeah, yeah, you just like it because it sounds cool. <laughs> You're actually just a big fat nerd. <laughs> and. <laughs> And you just, that's literally what this is. This yeah. is, you're that good. Where you, you comes and headhunts you and then they take you and then it's over. And then now you have to go sit under roofs, generalizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I hear what you're saying. In the digital era, yes, we could all do, we could all do a lot of stuff that, from our homes and we'd probably be more, then, more productive doing well, it. Well, I don't know about being more productive. Well, I mean, you would, for one thing, you would cut out sitting in traffic. And for True. some people, they spend like two, three hours in traffic a day. And miserable after that. Ne? That, yeah, that does not scream productivity to me. I'm useless at home as well, I must say. I've had to move my, my stuff into the office yeah. at the back of the house. Mm. Because when I'm in the house, inevitably, yeah. I pass out yeah. or I end up playing. Okay. What do you play? Uh, we've, got, we've got a PS4, a PS2, and a PS3. Oh, are you a gamer? I'm, I'm either gaming or I'm passing out. Or the kids then arrive and yeah. then they become an excuse not to work. Yes, of course. Because I'm like, yeah, but then my children, they need me. But tomorrow I'll leave the town yeah. and they'll miss me. Yeah. So, yeah. But like, what kind of gaming are you into? Are you... Like into cars. Into I'm into Lego. I'm not really a big gamer, but they're these really cool Lego games that my kids have. I like kid level games. I can't be like those, you know, like Mortal Kombat situations. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I, I play the games on the level of my seven year old going down. Although my seven, seven year old has now graduated. He's on FIFA 15 or 16. And I'm like, okay. And he insists. He's like, but ma'am, I can teach you. It's simple. I said, no, my son. <laughs> No, you no, just want me to play fine. so you can keep beating me. Yes. I don't have the patience for the soccer, so I play everything else. But the, there's also this, um, what's that one with the cars? I don't, I don't, I like, I don't cram the names, but there's one where it's like off-road racing. Okay. And I really enjoy that. And you're good at that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you do any of those ones where, um, you have a gun and you go into a building and you just shoot people dead. You just dead. shoot people yeah. dead, yeah. I can't. I tried once. I died so many times. I got tired. Of, it became personal that I was being shot. It became personal. Mm. And then I was like, no, mm. I don't want to play this thing anymore. Mm. But, um, oh, I watched. Yeah, because then, yeah, that's true. That is actually what I do. Otherwise, I'm like tapping out there on, 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 um, on my iPad. You know, Simpsons? The Simpsons? Yes. The I, I, tapped out? Yeah, yeah. I've never played that game. Yo, that game is so addictive. Don't play it. Are you building like it, like you Springfield. Rebuild Springfield? You rebuilt Springfield. Dude, I've, built, I've rebuilt Springfield and the oh second Springfield. There's like two Springfields but, now. It's insane. And then with every holiday, there's a theme and there's like things to win and you get to meet more people because now you have to be friends with your neighbors and do stuff for your neighbors and mm. collect stuff. And mm. you know what I mean? Like mm. it's. It, it gets so addictive because you start, they become your family, these guys, but you're like, dude, we're not actually interacting, hey? But it becomes a thing. Like, I had so many friends. I couldn't even accept any more friends. But now, as you're re rebuilding Springfield, do you have to go on those forced breaks where they say, um, you need this, and then there's a pop-up message that, that comes up that says, after 48 hours, you will qualify. Do, no, do you, you keep going. You, 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 there's you, always something to do. If you're not redecorating, you're upping your score on, like, the look of the place or the... um like there's different levels that you have to achieve basically. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have to have a certain number of schools, for example, to increase some, a certain number of houses to increase a certain level of whatever. So you do that. And then there's, yeah. 
Okay. I mean, I just play like a girl. There's probably dudes listening going, this girl, these things have technical terms or these things have names and you're sitting there going, you do this, you do this. But that's how I do things. Yeah. I don't care what it's called. Yeah. As long as I'm moving forward in the game, I'm yeah. like, nah, yeah. hundreds, yeah. hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely hear you. Yeah. I'm not a big gamer, but I have found that I am the kind of partner who enjoys things that my man is enjoying yeah, so yeah. with one of my exes he had like the whole xbox thing yeah. set up in his house and every time that i was at his place we'd end up playing on this thing for like hours and hours and it was fun and i actually enjoyed it yeah. but then as soon as we broke up i wasn't doing that he anymore because it wasn't fun <laughs> then there's another ex who he's obsessed with soccer and i don't know much about <laughs> soccer i just know that Karim Benzema's body is the one. And um, yeah, but with him, I would watch soccer and I would enjoy it. And I actually followed the game and it was interesting and it was enjoyable. Yes. And then when that, oh, when that one ended as well, it was like, ah, okay, well then there's no point in carrying on with this thing. I don't know if that means that there's something wrong with me. No, it means you really get immersed in the people you're with. That's amazing. Mm. Because I've always loved soccer anyway. I love my soccer. But the fact that, you know, with every guy, the new thing that they're into, you're into, honey, that's deep. I must honestly say, I don't think I would ever be with a guy who doesn't appreciate soccer. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, it's the one thing you have to do with me, bruh. I'm not going to watch that game by myself. I need to be sweating at the ref with Sambori. Yeah. I need to be judging the playing with Sambori, mm. you know? Mm. Um, yeah, because a lot of people don't know this. I used to play soccer, eh? Where? I was in uni. Really? Yeah. Did you, did you? I played seriously. And okay. So you guys had like a, did you have one team? We had a team where, so we had the race team. I played for that team. Um, and then I joined the Vets one as well at some point. And then, but by the time I was joining the Vets girls team, mm. drama school became so hectic. And I was like, yeah, but mm. time, you know, cause you know, in drama school, there's rehearsals after hours and you know, yeah, it's yeah. insane. But yeah, I love soccer, man. I grew up playing soccer with my cousins. I'd be like the only girl there. And you know, in the beginning, I used to always top be the boy. Were you a top boy growing proper. up? Yeah. But I was too cute to be a top boy. <laughs> but I was always. <laughs> you were probably so frustrating to the guys because they'd yeah. be like, yeah, she's cool to hang yeah. out with because she's also funny, but you know, she's cute Dude. as well. So I really want to like do things when to I her. But the, now. You don't understand. When I started sprouting boots, <laughs> it was the worst time of my life. Because now, because when I started with, you were always a goalie. And yeah. the guys were like, yeah, but she's good. Now yeah. I was in. Other people are becoming goalies. And then came the preteens. And there were more boobs and guys were like, yeah, but mm, mm. yeah, those things are distracting. Distraction, that one. Yeah. You've just reminded me because, um, you know, this happens is you, you grow up with someone as a child and then maybe you guys lose touch and you don't see each other for years. Mm. And then you see them one day and they're all grown up. Yeah. And now they, now he's like a man. Yeah. And there's this, there's this 24 year old. <laughs> Now I'm 33, okay? You've told me about this 24 year old. I am too old for this guy, but he is so persistent. And obviously nothing serious would happen. It would just be one of those in out things, if you know what I mean. I know, I like choice of words. Pun completely intended. I just can't bring myself to actually going there. Yeah, but wait, 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 my buddy, wait. He is 24, you are? 33. Yes. Nine years. Yeah, ah, he's not too young for you. He, I feel... he is well within Ben 10 limits. <laughs> well within Ben. This is not when we call the cops or call what? the priest. This is when we just high five you and call you a cougar. I don't know. I don't even know what the limits are. No, my friend. Do you know, I have always, 
I have always been with guys who are maybe a year or two younger than yeah, me. Yeah. Three at most. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, well, if you can deal with this happen. intellect or like thereof. I no, mean, I mean, as I say, like it would never turn into a relationship. There is a clear, un- an in there out. is a clear understanding <laughs> from both of us that what we want is in out and oh, that's it. So no, it. I can't bring myself to. Why? Because I feel like, uh, like an old, like a cougar. I'm trying to live vicariously <laughs> through you. Don't do this to me. <laughs> Law does not allow me to go and taste such forbidden fruit. Oh my god. How are you just no man mabale man? Plus, anyway. plus I had also kind of settled in my mind on the kind of men that I now want to uh, to be with. Yeah. And the the youngest that I want him to be is forty. I know. My sister in law said that I have major problems. <laughs> Daddy issues for real. For real. I just I don't know. But I must I... say, don't do it. You know what? Actually, don't do it. I don't yeah, I don't you think know what I my should. concern is uh-uh. as well. You guys have thought about it too long. It's gonna be terrible. It will not live up to all this uh, uh build up mm, and mm, waiting mm, and mm. No, don't do it. And the history and yeah, no. Next thing you bump into each other at, at a Yeah, I don't think I should. My gut, my intuition is mm. telling me don't go there. And I think that I should trust and yeah. listen to that. So your gut and Anuki are arguing, which is like, yes. Gut is like, no, shut up, Gooch. Oh, you are, now you know what you're like when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, but stomach shut up. And gut is like, yeah, but I'm not stomach, I'm gut. And then Gooch is like, it doesn't matter. You're an organ, not where I am. And how many times does Cooch usually win the arguments, though? Cooch generally wins. Cooch generally wins all these arguments. It's insane. <laughs> so while we're on that topic, I came across this article, and I want you to tell me what you think of it. Because, you know, some people suffer from serious things, right? Like mm. you get insomniacs, mm. you get, you know, all types of things, ailments that people suffer from. Mm. But I don't know if you've ever heard of sex, sexomnia. Come again? Yeah. So you might have heard of sleepwalking or night terrors and possibly even people who have sleep-related eating disorders, right? So people who do things. Who sleep eat, yeah. Who sleep eat, who sleepwalk, who, you know, they do things in their sleep. So a sex somniac (laughs) is basically somebody who engages in sexual activities while they are sleeping, ranging from making sexual noises to pelvic thrusts, They'll start masturbating or even engage in actual sexual intercourse if their partner is sleeping right next to them. But they are asleep the whole time. The whole time they are asleep. That sounds like the average housewife. <laughs> 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 there are women listening to this going, yeah, that's yeah, me. No, that's me. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you're saying it like it's something new. Every night I sleep so, through it. Sexomniac. So it's not somniac as in like insomniac where you're not sleeping. No. You are sleeping, but you're sexing while yeah. you are sleeping. You are doing the sex while you are asleep, which I don't understand because as soon as you started, it start to engage in sexual intercourse, how are you not going to wake up? So, it, huh? <laughs> this is, yeah, no, this one is, this, this is a tough one. Huh? What? So, um, hmm, it's a, hmm. Look, have you ever had that experience though where you wake up with a guy? He's your dude, like he's your man, he's your husband or whatever. Yeah. And you both wake up. Yeah. And there's a used condom, but you don't remember shagging. Well, how drunk was I? 
<laughs> I mean, so that's alcohol, not sexomnia. Well, I it's I've no, I've never experienced something like that where I wake up and can't remember a sexual encounter. So, not an, not not unless not unless it was because I was drinking heavily the night ah. before. If I was sober, then I always remember these things. But wait, is hmm, is it possible? That this is men's new excuse when they get caught. Like, get caught with a chick and then you start snoring and you're like, huh? Ah, ah, who's, who's this girl? I was, I was sexomniac and sexomniacing in this hotel room and I don't know where this woman came from. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, I don't know. Do these people remember that they had these sexual encounters? Is it? I imagine that when it gets to the point, because better there's a range, I get it, better either you'll start moaning or groaning in your sleep or you'll start masturbating. So you're having a wet dream, now you're a sex maniac. Like, where's the fine line, Baba? I'm no, confused. Yeah, you this. see, you make a good point. Again, it's, yeah, you know what, you make a good point. You see, the problem nowadays is that people, they, they feel like that they have stumbled on something yes. and then they will do a study on yes. it and take a sample of like 500 people hey. and then they'll present it as hey. like gospel bible this hey. is this is the thing are there numbers behind this thing so they they, they, they they it's a thing there's a researcher out there who was like my parents are saying i must prove to them i did something with my psychology studies money i must prove to them this is a real job so they went out and found something no, I mean, because researchers have only recently started to study sexomnia, ah. it's difficult to know exactly how many people are affected by the disorder. But isn't it that all disorders started out this way? Like once upon a time, people didn't know alcoholics, bulimia, bulimia. and oh. anorexia. Oh. You know what I mean? And then people had to do research and they had to do studies and then they had to compile evidence and then they came back and they said, yeah, you know, some people really just, um, they do this thing and we, we need to put a name to it. So we'll call it anorexia. Do you know or, how many guys are going to go to psychologists, guys mm -hmm. who refuse to go to therapists now, mm -hmm. are going to flood those rooms and be like, I need you to certify me as a sex, sexomaniac, sex what? Sexomniac. Sexomniac. I need you to 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 give me a stiff gate. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> a stiff gate. It's, yeah, it's going to become like a doctor's note now. That ah, uh, but baby, I wasn't cheating. I didn't even think about that. Like I, I'm, I'm just not trusting this thing. And, and you maybe, yeah, yeah, it's it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one, mm, and it's a convenient one as an excuse, too much, isn't it? Too much. No, no. How are you going to do this study? But then are how? You, but what are you going to do? Are you going to say anyone who <laughs> has woken up and realized they've had a sexual encounter, but they have no recollection? You know what I find dangerous about it as well? Yeah. This thing of if there's a partner next to them mm. and they then they engage with that person. Mm, mm. So if I didn't want to have sex with you and then you have sex with me mm. and then tomorrow I say I'm going to press charges, then you're going to say, yeah, but I'm a sexomniac. I would imagine in that instance, I get a winner, you are sleeping yeah. and then all of a sudden you get woken up by, by this person who's, by this who's on... But now the broomstick isn't just a broomstick. It's, the it's, broomstick is proper going straight to the entrance. Wabon, now it's not even asking. Wabon, so then you wake up and then yeah. your, your instinct is then going to be to wake that person up, like slap them around. or yeah. I don't know if you are supposed to wake up someone who's suffering from a type, oh, yes. a type of sleepwalking. Oh, are, you are you supposed, You're not supposed to, to wake them are up you because not you might kill them. So then must I just let him finish? That is so funny. That is so How many husbands and boyfriends are going to do that I... baby's lying down so I'm, I'm not giving you i'm i'm sharing you tonight and and then this guy's like ah yeah. <laughs> 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 see someone
<laughs> Although it is great if you have one of those, you know, those little, those little vibrators. You know, the one that just stimulates your clit. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if you have one of those and then you're like proper doing yourself while your man is lying there? Because maybe he did you and you weren't satisfied and you faked for him, so he's happy. His ego's fine. Uh, but, but now you need to you finish, need to finish off, uh, and you don't want to offend him. Right. Oh. So what you're gonna do? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is yeah. you're gonna just. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To me, when's on? Exen. Ah, to me, manje last night. Hey, baby, what? Where? How? Mm-hmm. Me? Never. I don't know. Me, I was out like about? a light. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Maybe we both need to go and see a professional. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> wow. This is a fun thing to suffer from. It doesn't sound like it's such a bad thing, no. does it? Yeah. Sexomnia. Sexomnia. Hmm. Um, <gasps> That's also great if your parents catch you doing it and like you're in their house. And then, and then they're like, how could you bring this girl in my house? Or how could you bring this boy in my house? And you're like, Joe, mama. You know, it's so strange because, Mina, I was sleeping in yeah. the other room yeah. and I must have sleepwalked. So I'm a yeah, sleepwalker slash sexomnia. How are you going to begin explaining sexomnia to a black parent? You know, our parents don't buy Oh, no, there's only stuff. one simple way to, to explain it. That's all you have to say, mommy. I've been bewitched. Yeah. And I've been bewitched with an ailment. Yeah. And it is called sexomnia. Yeah, sexomnia. And I will be cured. I bet you. I have the mother going to go, and you have somebody that explains your father. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is a, a case that is traveling through the generations. <laughs> wow. Or message us straight through to WeChat or tweet us. I'm sorry. It's my last show. It's my last show. Maybe you're a tweet somniac or a WeChat <laughs> somniac. It must be some kind of sort of. Some kind of it. Um, So stay with us. Dumi and I are still hanging out with you for our final session together. For now, because, you know, um, every now and again, I'll be back. If she'll have me, are you going to replace me? (sighs) I don't know. I'll drunk dial you and then we'll, 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 we'll show Somniac. Okay. All right. We're back after this. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. This is CliffCentral.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. Yes, we are. Um, yeah. So listen. Um, so a couple of things happen on Twitter, right? Yeah. And I was thinking that maybe we should zero in on some of these things. You know, Twitter behavior. Hey, Twitter behavior is a problem in 2016. There's Twitter, then there's black Twitter, yeah. then there's stupid Twitter. Oh no, all those divisions. Then there's woke Twitter. Oh, then there's woke. Then there's, what, what there are so many divisions. Can we discuss how woke already? Can we, before we move on to the other categories? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why are you so finished? No, because. <laughs> Because when you get ready, like when you start your engine and you put that car into first gear, I know what's coming. And then you pull out the garage and then you turn and then you face the road and you're like, yeah. And then you move into second gear and then third and then it's on. Go. (laughs) I'm sorry. It just breaks me. Woke Twitter. It's just a few, a few problems. Okay. The first one is the, the, the. I have a problem with the grammar of we are woke okay. as, as opposed to awake. Mara, I get they are taking it from African-American that culture. That's my very next, very next point. Yeah. Where I wish 
Africans and South Africans in particular mm. would realize how many of those African Americans look down mm. on the very intellect of the African. Mm. And then you go and borrow their cuck English. <laughs> And use that yeah. to place yourself on a high horse yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can put other people down. Because this woke, things like Boma woke up. The minute somebody says they are woke, I know they are going to attack someone who they've decided is asleep mm. or sleeping. What's the opposite of woke? I'm asleep. Mm. Girl, you hashtag sleep. Mm. What? Mm. You know? Mm. For example, when I was attacked, I remember being attacked on, on, on Instagram. And it was continuing on Twitter. Obviously, Insta is just that gives you a nice pictorial <laughs> behind all the cuck that's being spewed right, on Twitter. Right. And this person was hashtagging this whole woke thing, you know? And I thought, is it woke for you as a person, wherever you are in your little honchi, in a little hole somewhere, are you woke for attacking people mm. on social media mm. who you don't know, who you don't understand, whose point of departure you're not even interested in, but you're all about how woke you are? The problem that I have with some of these people is the arrogance mm. of them to mm. think that they know better mm. than everybody mm. else, than the rest of us. Yeah. To think Uhura, what they believe and what they mm. say is the final stamp of mm. approval and you disagreeing with mm. that or you not knowing about mm. it makes you the idiot because they decide to call themselves woke. Yeah. And how woke can you really be, really, if you are appropriating African-American culture Thank at you. every corner? Thank and you. And you are appropriating, okay. Baba. No, I can't yes. I can This is what happens. English is woke, Baba. I can't we all know about um, when arguments arise about how certain race groups yes. appropriate yes. black black culture yes. and 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 then all sorts of heated debates get into that. Mm. But how does woke Twitter said woke Twitter here in South Africa feel about appropriating African American mm. Americanisms? And these blacks who are blacker than thou, <laughs> then you must you must now assert your Africanness with them, assert your blackness, and I'm just like. My friend, because you read one chapter of I Write What I Like of Steve Biko, you yeah. think you know. Yeah, you, you, know think, what I mean? you think you're a history major. Yeah, now you're a history yeah. major. You no, it's not, it's not no, like that. Friend. It's not like that. And what is it with people, you know, at, like at every opportunity when some, when somebody, when somebody is mean to somebody else, mm. the, this, this effect of people crowding or grouping mm. together to laugh mm. at one person or to make fun <laughs> of them, or to bring them down. Yeah. You know, I've always used the analogy of, you know, sometimes when you walk out in the Twitter streets, you like an antelope and the hyenas and the lions. <laughs> and the lions are waiting, waiting for you and the cheetahs. Waiting. And then as soon as you like yeah. stumble a little bit yeah. and they see her, she's down. Yeah. They're going for you. That's the and one, they tear you from limb to limb. That's one thing I do not miss about OPW is that that was my life. Mm. When I was on that show, I, 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 I stopped enjoying Twitter, you know. Because I was just like, wow. So there are people who are just, they're on standby. They want you to throw them one thing, mm. one thing, mm. and they're in there. They're like yeah. vultures. Yeah. You know, they take one pick, they're like, yo, the meat is fresh. They all jump in. And it's sad, man. It's sad because some, some of the people who lead those crowds, you'll be very disappointed because you're going, you know, people view you as a thought leader. But what you really are is you're the head of a, of a bullying gang. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I, I, I was about to name names and I thought, hey, why, is the, why, why maybe, maybe not do that? Maybe but there are people that. who do that and they do it in the name of, of, you know, um, no, I'm outspoken and no, you're not outspoken. You're a fucking bully. You're a bully. You're a bully. You're being mean and you're being yes. deliberately hurtful. Yes. And the intention is to hurt the person mm. that you are mm. dealing with. And then you have to block these efforts. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Because it kills me. They say this stuff about you two months, three months down the line. They've forgotten. And then they're trying to comment on something of yours. You've blocked them. And then they go and tweet about how, ha, 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 so-and-so has blocked me. And I'm thinking, and, and so you think it's funny? You're not questioning yourself as to what did you do to deserve this block that happened? It's it's an it's this entitlement issue that people have when they think oh, they have 100% access to Dumimurake because Dumimurake is in the public eye, which means that we can do with her whatever we oh, yeah. like. See, we can say anything that we like to her. And if she doesn't like it, tough, yeah. because she chose to be in the public eye mm-hmm. and she must just deal with it. Mm-hmm. This but is this, this is not grounds for people being deliberately mean and deliberately hurtful on Twitter. I always say I miss the days when all they had was a pen and paper mm-hmm. where you would literally have to get out of bed, write a letter. Mm. Where if you want to be mean, write that letter. Then you must still fold that letter, put it in an envelope. So you must find an envelope. Yeah, you must then find envelope. envelope. We like it. We like Lick it. Lick it. <laughs> then you must still go and find a stamp. <laughs> buy a stamp. Not as, even find. Yeah. Buy. Pay for it. That was data. Your data was a stamp. Baba. <laughs> 25 cents data. Yes. And then post it. And then hope. You're not even sure I'm going to get that letter. But at least you vented mm. and you've sent me this thing. Mm. And then if you're alive, some people will send it even to the newspapers. Then we read it in the newspapers. But you still don't know if mm. a celebrity read, reads this paper. You don't even know if they buy that publication. But there you are. You feel famous because you spoke about this person and it's been published in a paper. Now, you know I've seen it. You've tagged me. Yeah. Because I don't mind. Be as mean as you want about me. Don't effing tag me mm. why are you tagging me because why I, is it so important to you that i hear you saying fuck you to me when i've done nothing to you yeah you know yeah so i i, I only get worked up about it because i've seen how some people can take it badly i was at that place where i took it badly right now i don't take it personally at all because i don't know what you're going through i don't know how irrelevant you feel in the world that twitter is the only place where you feel like anyone listens to you and anyone pays any attention to you because actually you are that insignificant in the real world mm. you know what i mm. mean mm. so i go don't take it personally because you know outside of this no one cares what this person thinks in fact the next couple of tweets later no one even remembers who said this in fact no one ever cares who said it it's the thing itself that was said there'll be a couple who'll back it up there'll be a couple who'll be like ha huh, where's this coming from and then we we'll all move on It's almost as if you had to go through some kind of Twitter university where it's part of the process of in the beginning, it hurt you. Some of Mm. the things that people were saying and then, and then you grappled with it and then you'd go home feeling depressed and Mm. you'd internalize Mm. these things and take Mm. it personally Mm. and it would affect you. And then you realized, but who, these people, I don't, I don't even know these people. Like until this guy tweeted this message to me saying, he you, was just an egg. He was somebody that you didn't even know walked this earth, was breathing in oxygen. And some of them are still just eggs on Twitter. Hey, yeah. So then, so then I suppose that is part of the process is realizing, but why must I get worked up over someone that I did not know existed until they tweeted me five seconds ago? I did not know of your existence. Do you know the classic? Loiso Gola, I think, is one, is somebody's, is, is like a favorite target yeah. of people on Twitter. And I keep going, how is it this guy's not bothered? Because he will even quote what these people are saying. He will retweet what these people are saying. And I realized something. And if he feels like it, he'll respond. But for the most part, he'll be like, oh, you want attention? There's your attention. Mm. He has 877,000 odd followers. Eight, dude, that 
there's a province that only has that many people in it. Like there's there's a country which probably I think Iceland probably has a, a, a population a pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. of that many people, okay, right? Okay. And then you with your five followers, yeah. three of which are your cousins. Yeah. Come on. The no. other one is your other account where you're following yourself, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> and then you think you're yeah. gonna be a dent in his career. Yes. You are going to be Hey, you're not funny. Okay. He's all over the world. Yeah. He keeps getting big contracts, not only in the country, mm. but overseas. Mm. People are paying dollars and pounds and every other mm. denomination mm. you can think of to pay. But he's not funny mm. because you, with your expert opinion of five followers, three of which are your cousins, one of which is just you, bitch, and that other one who's random, you want to think you make a difference? <laughs> no, honey. You're starting a conversation with five other fucking losers who make no difference in the world. Yeah, yeah. You are nothing. Yeah. And you're reducing yourself to a, to a negative integer. Woo! Hey! Put this cool. It. Got it. What, 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 I'm tired of these efforts. But, cause they're so loud. Yeah, yeah. But I told you that this, I told you when you asked me why I was laughing and I told you once that car gets out the yard, now we're in fifth gear. No, now we're in sixth gear because we drive yes, serious yes. cars, huh? Now we are in sixth gear. And then Africa Day comes or, or something happens that's beautiful, that's our building. And then those same mother effers. When I come about, yeah, brothers, we should carry each other. Yes, sisters, we must back each other up. Hey, hey, Africa, unite. Mm, Say hot. Mm, were mm. you not still in Africa when you were typing that cock you were typing on the thing? Mm-hmm. I, now these people upset me. Also because performers, I speak on behalf of performers. You will find that performers are among the most insecure people you will find on earth. Really? We are out there putting ourselves out there. Not nearly, nearly, nearly. You work in radio now. You went always like, yes, I know my stuff. <laughs> there were times when you were questioning yourself endlessly. You understand? But because don't we all though? Even those people no, with I'm the... I'm saying everyone is. The, yeah. Everyone is. Yeah. But we are in a profession that actually puts us out there. Mm. So actually, when you're throwing all those insults out, because I don't mind constructive criticism. If you come and you go, Yazi, that gag, I didn't like this about it. That's different. Because I actually do have jokes that I've changed simply because someone didn't just go, you're not funny, you're stupid, whatever. They were going this aspect of it. And then I decided for myself, does it matter, does it not? And because I was like, it can only get better with me trying this. And it worked. You understand? Yeah. There's a difference between that and people are just out to be Ugly. To be mean. To be mean. Bullies. Bullies. Proper. Like on the school playground. Yes. You're a cyber bully. You're nothing more than a freaking bully. But now, do you think that platforms like Twitter are acting as enablers for this kind of behavior? Because I don't know if it's a case of we are meaner now than we've ever been before or we've always been mean. It's just that because of things like Twitter, it's now directly in our faces. Yes, there's too much access to stupidity. Now, stupidity (laughs) can easily have a voice. All you need is data and express yourself. Because um, um, I actually had a thought that just escaped me now. It'll come back to me. But I was going to say... Yeah, no, now that the thought has escaped me. But it's because I'm thinking so many things it's about gone. this thing. That say, it's gone. It's like, I'm not getting involved. I refuse. I'm I don't leaving. want to be here. I'm out. Sorry, I actually came to the wrong house. Yes. I am looking for the house next door. I am leaving this brain. I'm out. Oh, I was talking about feedback, about negative feedback. And I'm just like, you, you're not being a critic and you're not building anyone up with what you're saying. It's like you're, you're, you're throwing a net in the dark and you're hoping to catch something. 
you're hoping to maybe increase your following, which isn't going to last very long because you can only keep up with your ugliness for so long. But also, how do, how do you enjoy spewing bile? What do you get out of it? You know what else upsets me? And I don't know if these things get said because people are trying to, in their minds, justify and trying to understand why somebody would be happy to spew bile and to say horrible things mm. to you. And they'll say, Hurry. no, people who do that are usually insecure people who, you know, they're basically feeling a particular way about themselves and they just take it out on, on somebody else. Mm. No, screw that. Mm. We are all adults here. Mm. Every single one of us is struggling with something in in day-to-day living. Every single one of us has targets that we need to meet. Every single one of us hurts. We laugh, we cry, we're sad, we're happy. Every single one of us has to, like, we get up every day on this planet and we need to just survive the day. I think, how dare you make your issues somebody else's problem? I don't care how insecure or how sad you feel. Why are you taking it out on the next person? It's one of the most powerful things I ever, in fact, it helped me when Mpoma Boy, uh, tweeted because some, someone did something mean about her in the papers and her tweet, this was a couple of years back and her tweet was, I'm not mad because even that person has to pay bills. That journalist had to submit something mm-hmm. and the space they had was in the gossip section. They got to submit something, mm. they got paid and that's their life. Mm. They need to submit something. But the point I was trying to make that I forgot that has finally come back to me was <laughs> as entertainers, when I speak about our insecurity is that I feel like it's even more highlighted by the fact that we're in an industry where we put ourselves out there. We are so much bigger than you, that person who can hide behind walls and avatars because we have, we have been brave enough to step on a platform where we are out there for crucifixion, where we are out there for people to tear us up in the same way they can build us up. So when you come to people like that who work on their craft, care about their craft, and you come and spew such bile... You just, I'm not saying it's going to end all meanness and no one will ever have anything negative to say, but think about that. Think about what you are doing to that person. I mean, just being around comics and being a comic myself, I know what it's like to sit with material and not trust it and then go out there and go, I'm going to have to trust that I'm good enough. I'm going to have to trust that what I believe works about my voice in this instance will work when I get out there. And then I get out there and I do it and the feedback my feedback is based on whether the room is laughing or not. Mm. Okay. Then I know I need to work on this. I need to work on that. But when people think now they must wait to sit on Twitter, on Facebook, on these, have you seen, oh, my friend, Mm. have you seen when there's an article about someone Mm. and then there are those comments at the bottom? Oh. And there's always that one guy who woke up in a bad mood looking for a fight and then just decided to make his mood everybody else's yes, problem yes. which and is what i have a problem with everyone yeah. and then it spirals into this ugly thing yeah and i promise you if you were to like look at the title of the article then read the comments by the time you read the last comment you don't even remember what the article was about was about because there's just a lot of filth that's been spewed around back yes. and forth in the comment section this is the dangerous thing about twitter because let's not just talk about the stupid on on twitter let's also talk about the pompous on twitter okay now suddenly people like their intellectual prowess can be exp- can, can can just be expressed in 140 characters you know what i mean mm. people who believe in that 140 characters they are changing the world they are now official philosophers 
and they're just going to throw that cock at us. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Like, I feel like social media is just, it's a mess. It's It's, it's a mess. And it's fine. I think when you go there, go there knowing that you're going to the playground where you can't control what's coming in. Yeah, you see, this is the... (sighs) This is the problem is it's a question of how seriously should we really take social media versus, I mean, you know, a lot of horrible things get said to people on Twitter, like really mean things that that could cause serious uh, life problems in people's <laughs> lives. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't, for example, Kimang, that woman, Pulani, whose oh, nudes yes. were allegedly leaked. And yeah. again, there was a whole topic around, uh, but who leaked them if not her, regardless of the point. Mm. I mean, that woman's life was forever changed because yeah. there were all of a sudden pictures of her naked mm-hmm. body with her face attached she to that naked body that everybody had access to. Yeah. So, you know, yes, they'll say, yeah, but you really mustn't take t- Twitter too seriously. But the, the, it has the power to impact your life mm-hmm. in very serious ways. Mm-hmm. But can I tell you what also I find? Um, oh, no, I've just lost my thought as well. I see. See. Say it'll oh, come back to me. No, it's come you back. know what it is. It's mm. this caramel thing that we are drinking. When they say alcohol, this caramel liqueur. Damn it! No, it's a problem. It just, <laughs> just seeped in there. And it killed. It killed the thirty <laughs> brain cells that were remaining, and now there's nothing happening in here. Yeah, but I mean, moral of the story is, you know, like, can you not Check try? Yourselves. Can you not try and just be a nice person? Yes, Why must you always be a douche? Because at times, oh, I remember like what I wanted fun. to say. I remember yes. what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say is. I suspect that some of these people genuinely don't care Mm. because for them in the moment when they are being retweeted and then all of a sudden they've been retweeted 500 times Mm. and now they're trending and they think to themselves, yeah, that insult that I directed Mm. at AKA has gotten 500 Mm. retweets Mm. and now I'm trending on Twitter. Mm. I suspect that for some people, for them, that is more important Mm. than them thinking, hurry. But why would I say something that like, they feel like they make a ripple in the world? Why would I say something that mean to to AKA or yeah, to do me or to like? All, why would I do all that? All I have to say to that person is: Do you realize no one actually goes and acknowledges you as the one who started the hashtag? No one, no one cares who started the hashtag unless you're euphonic saying what you were saying. <laughs> no one cares who started the hashtag. The, yeah. the fact is, it becomes a hashtag and it's trending, and no one goes, "Ooh, let's go down and give this guy an award for starting this thing." Um, you can ruin lives. You know what I mean? You, you absolutely can ruin lives. Mm. Hi, anyway. Anyway, Choma. Okay, so now tell me, now that you are going to be doing this show mostly solo, <laughs> do, you, do you have plans of what you want to do now? It's insane. I feel like that guy, you know that guy who lived with his girlfriend mm-hmm. and it was fantastic and whatever, and he's going to miss her, but she's leaving. And he's about to have this flat to himself. He's going to run around naked. He's going to masturbate whenever he wants. He won't even hide anymore. Like, you know what I mean? He'll just have lube in different parts of the house just because he can. Bittersweet. Yeah. He's going to eat rubbish, but like there'll be no one to tell him to throw the packet away. He won't have to be yelled about putting the toilet seat down. So I think I'm going to go through that. Then I'm going to go through that morning period where I'm like, oh, but my house is a mess. <laughs> if she was here, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I find myself and get myself together. Okay. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and see what happens, um, what my brain brings me. Um, well, that's always a good and trusted place yes. to start is your brain. Yes. And I, I, one thing I like is you've made me realize that this kind of show works for me if I'm with people I vibe with. So I'll probably be bringing in a lot of the people I vibe with. 
to come and holler with me yeah. in studio and we'll have a good time. Because, um, you know, I had Nkuli in and she's my chama for, for, from like long ago. Yeah. And I think that that podcast did really well. So I might call her back. Uh, Retini will definitely be a bit of a regular here. She that must. Girl, Craig. Yeah, she's my she's, girl, yeah. Michelle. <laughs> um, and I, I realized I haven't had a brother over. So I will be inviting a brother over. Um, Who are the brothers that you gel with, that you get oh, along with? Funny enough, I have a longer list of men I get along with than women. Mm. Um, as you will understand from my days of telling you, I played soccer with the boys <laughs> and then the poops got in the way as nature took over. Now, is there still that um, that stigma that is attached to women who have more guy friends than girlfriends? Because you, you remember people used to be like, yeah, but it's suspect or you don't get along with as many women as you do men. Like the women would think it's suspect. Does it, does that thing still happen? I think because of my personality, people probably go, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> you saw that coming. <laughs> Cause you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just in terms of my persona and the way I carry myself, I struggle around women, man. I struggle around the high heeled, petite dr- dress, little perfect nails, perfect oh hair. Oh my God. I'm I, so glad. I'm so glad you said that. Me. I'm so glad you said that. And unfortunately, I live in Johannesburg yeah. where when you reach a certain level of income, yeah. That's who you're surrounded with And, and you're like eh, mm, Not my vibe And then you get pressured yeah. Into looking a certain way Because yeah. if you don't Then yeah. you get criticized yeah. And you are looked down on Yeah I mean my husband and I Were actually quipping about it uh, uh, Recently Where we were like At that price babe You do realize You are the only chick With the dudes At the price stand <laughs> And in front of the TV <laughs> At the soccer And I was like Yeah babe And I tried to go hang out With the girls you saw Yeah I could not With the conversation But now tell me w- did, Was there a cold reception By the other women Because you were the only girl Hanging out with the guys Were they looking at you And being like Why Well See Thankfully these were girls Who are used to me I do get that When I'm in places Where the chicks don't know me And yeah. these are just guys Who I was dumb enough To let them rope me Into joining them <laughs> But enough. But, um, no, with these girls, funny enough, they were just going, you know, it was almost when the girls are looking at you like, we can't redeem you. This is you. So we embrace you. Like I went to the kitchen. I was like, okay, let me try and be a girly about this. And I was like, okay, guys, should I do the salad? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, I can do the chicken. No, to me, it's okay. Go chill. And I knew they sent me to the guys when they said go chill. Yeah. They weren't saying go and wait for us in there with a cocktail. They meant. Yeah. Girl, yeah. We know that's where you want to be. Yeah. Because I'll sit in those conversations and I'll be lost, Baba. I'll be lost. So I have found a couple of, of, of ladies who I can click with on that level. But I found that for the most part, it's women I've worked with. Those are the ones where we're in an industry where, you know, we are creatives. We're just, we're out there. We're not about, let me look like a Stepford wife situation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's why I'm, it, it gets tricky for me, you know? No, I completely understand. But you should definitely have some of the brothers over joining you on the show. That'll be insane. No, proper. Because also people need to understand that, you know, we, we, we've never really been anti-men or pretend men don't exist. No. It's just, it's a highlighting of us as chicas. We happen to be chicas, so we can't control. Yeah. That. That's what we will come. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want guys to come in so that people can understand that, you know, uh, also, I think women have preconceived notice a lot of preconceived notions about guys so it'll be nice to have guys come in so we can talk about these things you know we need to have honest conversations yes. as men as heterosexual men and women yes. about each other yes. but then i know what the guys will say what? and they always say this the guys say yeah you guys always say you want honesty but you can't handle the truth which is sometimes true yes. but nonetheless we need to try need to hear it I, I mean, I have, I also have a lot more guy friends than I do girlfriends. Mm. And I love asking my guy friends 
the kind of questions that I would never ask my Pertinent man. issues. My man, you mm. know, I'd be like, yeah, but I need to understand mm. how this mm. man's brain works. Mm. So I'm going to go ask my boy. And my, I trust that my boy will be honest with me. I trust. Yes. You know, there's also that whole bro code thing. Like, <laughs> don't tell the women everything. <laughs> don't tell them what we are doing. Uh, but you know what kills me is, even though, yes, guys are right. For the most part, we can't handle the truth. But we walk away and it's in the back of our minds from that point onwards. It's what we do with it that counts. You know, there'll be women who'll be told the truth and then they just want to throw it back in your face because they can't deal with themselves within that truth. Mm. And then there are women who, yes, I'm acting to you like I'm blasé about it. I'm going, ah, whatever, you're just such a man. But in the back of my mind, I'm going, right, let me switch this up because this is how he feels. Yeah. You know, yeah. we just, in the same way men think, oh, don't show her how you're feeling altogether. Hold some shit back. We're the same. We don't, men, for some reason, guys are convinced we just bear all to them. And we don't. No. We also hold back. There's so much stuff that we are just not telling them. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's me going forward. I, I have a plan. I hope it works. No, um, it will. It will work. Yeah. There are people who claim to like me. So I'm going to make them prove it by inviting them to this. <laughs> like, oh, you love me. And you're fa- come here. Come to my show. Come sit with me for an hour. Fantastic. But I mean, I'm still going to be your, like, Weekend special. Yeah, my every one. Now, everyone and again. Like, and look, now and again. Eh? It's like baby daddy situations where you hook up with another guy. But you know, sometimes okay. you're baby daddy. So wait, should we lay down the rules here? Now I'm becoming the mistress. And are there rules that need to be laid down in terms of how often you are prepared to see me on this show? And... No, you see, it gets complicated because you're a mistress who was there as the rechte. As the rechte. So to, to move from rechte <laughs> to, to side dish, I you're a side dish with serious benefits. I don't even know if that happens in the real world. Does it happen, Hori? Main, Ibe, side chick, but then the, the, the relations continue, but with her now as a side yes. chick and no longer the main this chick. This has happened to a friend of mine before. Chowe. Where she and baby daddy of this chick... Moved in together. They lived together. Um, they were together. They even made a baby eventually. Yeah. But this guy, in the meantime, Hibbery, was chowing eggs. Mm, mm, mm. Where this guy messed up, and so maybe it's not about me giving you rules, but it's about me having rules for myself. Yeah. Is that this guy then uh, wasn't answering phones, was disappearing, and when she's calling now, he's like, no, my mother's sick, I'm at my mother's house. Calls the mother's house, How? but the mother's not even in the house, goes there, finds guy with chick in bed, with ex. Now you understand how confusing it is when the ex you're finding in there is the one Oh, Mushapil and Castina, to begin with. Oh, this is deep. It's deep because it's like, but wait, mm. I am your upgrade. Mm. So how are you? Me, I'm here at the seat last. <laughs> you, the in my time, yes. the, the, the skyline, you are in bed with my man. Shit. Whereupon what she did next, <laughs> I, it cracks me up to this day. Okay. Whereupon she did take a single of all his shoes. <laughs> A single of all his shoes. Yeah, just one. And left with them. (laughs) (laughs) Can we discuss? (laughs) We've run out of time. We've run out of time. I just, what do you do with that? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, that is when I will happily attest that women are crazy. When you can think in your mind, I'm going to take just the left shoe. Yes. Of all (laughs) his shoes. 
and we are gone. <laughs> oh my gosh. To be more like, I love you with all my heart, with my everything. And thank you that I got to spend so much, well, this little time with you doing this show. Aww. And um, I'm sad to be going, but you know, this adulting thing. Yeah. This is what it's about. Enjoy your wine and Oreos. Thank you. Jimmy gave me a, a packet of uh, Oreos and a bottle of red wine, which I am going to drink like now, like after, after we, after we say goodbye. But, uh, stay, stay with Jimmy. Uh, the show will continue and it'll be fantastic. It'll be great. And, um, I will, I will see you every now and again. Right here on Sipping Tea. I'm Mabali Muloy. I'm Tumi Morak. This is cliffcentral.com.